Welcome to Holy Savior Sermons, bringing you the weekend sermons given at Holy Savior Church. Well, this morning we're going to wrap up our Advent series, and we've been focusing on the traditional themes of Advent that go along with the candles, three purple candles, one pink candle. We started on the last Sunday of November, focusing on hope, that Jesus is our hope, and he sends us out to share hope. And then the first Sunday of December, or second Sunday of Advent, you know, we lit the second purple candle, and we talked about peace, that Jesus is our peace. And as Jesus is our peace, you know, he gives us that peace that's beyond any earthly understanding and sends us out to share that peace. And this last Sunday, we lit the third candle, the pink candle. We talked about joy. We talked about, you know, the joy that Jesus is for us, the joy of knowing that we are loved by God, we are forgiven by God, and we're sent out with God to share that joy, a joy that's not based in our circumstances, but a joy based in the relationship that we have with our God through our Savior Jesus. Today, this last Sunday of Advent, we light the fourth candle, the purple candle, and we're going to talk about love. So talk about love, it brings me back to, you know, elementary school. How many of you remember elementary school? Some of you have been so long ago, you don't remember. You know, in, in elementary school, and I don't know, maybe you had a similar experience what I had. You know, it's recess in elementary school, and you go outside, and you stand, you make this long line. And a long line, two are chosen to be captains. How many of you were ever chosen to be captains? Yeah, you know. <laughs> I was never chosen to be captain. But you know, yeah, there's two of the captain, and they would start doing what? They would start choosing, right? They'd say, I'll take you. And he would say, I'll take her, I'll take her, I'll take him. You know, and they go down the list, and this long line, you know, gets smaller and smaller and smaller until just a few were left. You know, I was always, not always, I was most often in the crowd of just a few left. And, of course, the one thing you didn't want is you didn't want to be chosen last. I mean, the one time that I got chosen a little bit earlier, not early on, but a little bit earlier, was playing soccer. Because I was pretty good at a fullback, defense. Because, you know, if somebody was storming down that field and they were trying to make a goal, it didn't matter how big they were and how fast they were going, we were going to collide. And that ball was going to go the opposite direction, no matter how much it hurt. Almost everything else. I was one of the last ones, the last ones, and the only thing I wanted to hear, even though it wasn't the most exciting thing to hear, it was so wonderful to hear, (sighs) I'll take Irwin. I'm like, well, at least I'm not last. You know, so much of the world chooses us, and we choose others based upon, well, how well we perform, how we look, how much we have, what we've accomplished who we are, what is our status. You know, we are chosen because of us. Yet as we read throughout Scripture, we see God again and again choosing people who are the most unlikely people. God choosing those, you know, who have nothing to offer God, yet God chooses them in His grace and love. And God chooses them to make them a part of His mission plan. In fact, that's what we hear about in this encounter between these, 
you know, two cousins, Elizabeth and Mary. Let's read this text, chapter 1 of Luke, verse 39 and 40. Let's read this together. Mary hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. Now, you may be familiar with this story in Scripture. You know, Elizabeth and Mary are both what? They're both pregnant. You know, and what's unlikely about them being pregnant is that one is really chronologically gifted. She's well beyond the childbearing years. And the other is very young and has not been with a man. You know, she's not been with her husband-to-be, Joseph. Yet God chooses to use Elizabeth and Mary to help accomplish his plan, to help be a part of his mission. Of course, you know, Elizabeth, again, she was old. She and Zechariah, they were well beyond childbearing years. And in the culture of that day, people looked at them and said, see, you know, God hasn't chosen to bless you because you are barren. You have no son to carry on the family name. And then Mary, Mary was chosen by God in a miraculous way also. And the conversation shortly before this encounter with Elizabeth and Mary is that the angel comes to Mary and says, you know, blessed are you, you who are highly favored, the one who is chosen. You know, you're pregnant. She's like, I can't, I know basics. That doesn't work that way. It's by God. She's chosen to carry the Messiah. She and Elizabeth both chosen to be a part of God's plan to save the world. God's mission plan that began long ago, way back in the beginning of creation, when Adam and Eve, God's creation, chose to eat the forbidden fruit. And they ate the forbidden fruit. They chose to make the decision on their own what's right and wrong, what's good and evil. And all of humanity and all of creation felt the impact of that choice. Yet God chose to love them and forgive them and all of humanity, you and I also, not based upon our performance, not based upon how well, you know, we made choices in life, but on his choice to love us, to love you. He made this wonderful promise recorded in Genesis 3.15 that he would send one of his descendants. And Mary, she carries that promise in her womb. Elizabeth, she carries, you know, Jesus' cousin, John the Baptizer, John the Baptist, who will announce the arrival of God's promise. Four gathered there, and they're part of God's plan, God's promise, God's mission, chosen by God's grace and his love. You know, you and I, we are chosen by God's grace and God's love. You are not chosen because of you. You were chosen because of God's grace and love. And as those who are chosen by God's grace and love, just like Mary and Elizabeth, we are missionaries of God's love. You know, our theme on this fourth Sunday of Advent is love. When we think about love, you know, we talk about the love that God has for us in Jesus Christ. This wonderful song, there was a contemporary version of it a few years ago. You know, love came down at Christmas. God's love. The, the words that many of us know from John 3.16, whatever version, translation you may know. You know, God so loved the world. God loved the world this way. 
that he gave his one and only son. Our God is a missionary God, a God who has a mission, heart, and a love for all people, and a God who loves you, and a God who then sends us out as missionaries. We are missionaries of God's love. You know, we've been talking about this vision of who we are, that we are a people who are growing in Jesus and sharing his what? His love. Growing in Jesus and sharing his love, making a difference in the lives of people in our community and our world. And there's many ways that we can do that. From helping, you know, the refugees get resettled here in, in Lincoln to, you know, gathering things like hoodies and coats for some of our area schools, even these turkeys that are sitting out there, these frozen turkeys, that you can take one and, and share some love by giving a family, a coworker, a friend, who maybe couldn't even afford a turkey, you know, a Christmas dinner. We are called to be God's missionaries, and, you know, if you've been around here long enough, you can answer this question, where is the mission field? Say, I've been asked this for a while. You guys didn't answer very loud. Where is the mission field? It's right under our feet. Wherever we are is the mission field. And God sends us out to share the love that we have experienced yet again in Jesus. A love that we don't deserve. A love that we cannot earn. Well, this morning we had with us, you know, our, one of our daughters of our congregation and, and my daughter, Chelsea Irwin, who's going to share with us about mission work and about what it means to carry those feet, not just here in Lincoln, Nebraska, but really across the ocean, over into the Czech Republic and throughout Eurasia. So I invite Chelsea to come forward. I'll give you a moment to share a story. Well, good morning. good morning, or Dobre as we might say, excuse me, as we might say in the Czech Republic, Dobre Rano or Dobri Den. Um, I'm glad to be with all of you today. I'm glad to see all of your faces, well, your eyes, but, and, and I want to say, <clears throat> first of all, thank you for, for supporting me and for being my, my home church and my Holy Savior family back in Nebraska. I appreciate all of your prayers and encouragement, reading my newsletters and, and sending me um, financial gifts and also just, just little, little notes of encouragement. I really appreciate those as I continue the work that God has called me to do in the Czech Republic. I'm excited to go back next week and continue that work. And I want to share with you a story this morning talking about um, sharing God's love and whether you're sharing that by giving a turkey to somebody this Christmas or through inviting your family to your own home and hosting them or any other act of kindness that, that God has put on your heart to, to do this Christmas season. I want to share with you a story from English Bible Camp a couple years ago um, about, about one student who we got to share the love of Christ with. And this particular student was going through something at home that we didn't know about until one of our American counselors shared a story in chapel about her parents' divorce and how that impacted her life and her faith. And after this chapel message, this student came up to us and said, hey, my parents are going through a divorce, and I don't really know what to do, and it's really hard at home. And through a translator, she got to talk with these Americans and know that she has a Savior and a God that loves her. 
And during the break time of this day after chapel, one of the Czech counselors brought out her ukulele and started playing it. And this student came and said, hey, I have a ukulele. Can I bring mine tomorrow and we can play together? And she said, yeah, of course. So the next day they played together and it was, it was a time of safety and love for this student to find that, that she has a God that loves her and people that are surrounding her with his love. And she knows that she can feel safe in this place that we, that we worship him and praise him in. So I'm excited to continue sharing with you. I invite you to come after worship and join me for a cookie and some conversation. And I hope that you have a Merry Christmas. Well, again, we are God's missionaries. Now, you may not be ready like Chelsea is to climb aboard an airplane and take off across the ocean, you know, for months and years. But God has called us right where we are at. And as we talk about being a congregation here in Lincoln, Nebraska, we talk about making a difference in the lives of people in our community and all over the world. We do that through those moments that we listen, those moments that we encourage, the moments we give someone with a frozen turkey or a hoodie or a coat, we help the refugees as we serve and share a meal, as we share and show others the love that God has shown to us in Jesus. If you think about Christmas, just a matter of days away, hopefully you got your Christmas shopping done. Did you? No, Tim, I did not get my Christmas shopping done yet. Don't ask that question. We're supposed to ask that. Guess what I have to do later today? Go Christmas shopping and finish my Christmas shopping for the people that I love. Um, But that we can, we can go wherever we are at and share God's love. So a couple things we need to kind of just land on this morning. First and foremost, as we talk about God's love, this is one thing you need to be certain of. God loves you. God loves you in Jesus Christ. God loves you no matter what you've done, no matter where you've been, no matter how many times you made bad choices and poor choices, no matter how many times you did the right thing or the wrong thing, God loves you. And in God's love, he sends us out as his missionaries into our community and our world. So whether you pick up a turkey this morning and find someone to share it with, whether you find someone you know in your neighborhood or work, whether you talk to Chelsea and say, you know what, I'd be interested in doing this whole geo-missionary thing and packing my bags and going across the ocean for about two and a half years. You know, you don't have to be young to do that. Ask Chelsea, quite a few of the geo-missionaries are retired. They decided in retirement the thing they were going to do is do something adventurous. Or I may simply just go across the street and share the love of Jesus through a small act of kindness with a friend even a stranger. We are, you are, loved by our missionary God. And in that love, our missionary God is sending us out into this community and into this world. Let's pray. Lord God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of your love for us in Jesus, a love, Lord, that we do not deserve, a love, Lord, that we can in no way earn. We thank you for this amazing grace and love in Jesus. And Lord, we pray also that you would fill us with your Holy Spirit 
that we see ourselves with those who are loved and sent out to share that love. We pray this all in the name of our Savior Jesus. Amen. For more information about Holy Savior, including service times and location, please visit holysavior.org. Thanks for listening, and until next time.